What up? It's your boy E. Welcome to 99 Problems and a Pod 81. On today's episode, we're going to go over no AAs. It's a touchy topic, but I think it needs to be said because it's more prevalent, especially in the South. But some of my um, buddies on the East Coast say that it happens there, too, and on the West. I mean, so it's everywhere. Add me and stuff first, though. I have been asked to be a guest host on another podcast. So I will be interviewed. Let me not say host, but I will be interviewed. And uh, I will go over some of the things I see as a client. But I'm going to try to do it from an African-American perspective because that's who I am. That's what I do. Uh, The beautiful companion who's asked me to do so has about the same amount of time in this life as I have. And I think we bring a unique perspective because we've both been doing it long enough and we've seen the ebbs and flows and the changes throughout the industry. One of the things that caught her attention was, you know, my my first episode, specifically when I talked about discretion, because, as you know, I talked about somebody recently who got hemmed up because he made some bad choices. Um, you should check her episode out. If you haven't, I, I strongly recommend you do so. We will go over who we are and why we do it. And I think we'll have fun. Um, I have a date coming up real soon and I look forward to that. It's 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 a first I'm actually going to hop on a plane and go see someone. The opposite of FMTY. I'm, I'm excited because, you know, fellas, if you've been in this game, you have those that you like really save your money for. And, I, you know, this is my Valentine's Day gift to me. I am very excited. And um, anyway, I'll try to get her on the show. I'm not making any promises because I have not even asked. She says, no, guess what? We'll go from there. All right. That's the admin stuff. Hopping right into it. Today's episode is a little touchy, a little raunchy. You know, this is the Taki chip of the chip bags. But we got to go into it, man, because on the real, you know, AAs has become so common that, you know, you see people who have literally cut, copied, and pasted someone else's content, put it on their own, and just change their names. And it's almost verbatim. And you wonder, as, in, as, as an African-American, why? What have we done wrong? But I've reached out. Right. To some of the companions and asked why. And some of the results kind of mirror the same thing. You know, they haggle. We're time wasters. Some of us uh, have a pimp mentality. One guy actually told one lady, you should be charging me for this dick. I can't make this stuff up. (laughs) And at the end of the day, that's just too much of a headache. And we are charged by the actions of our fellow men that's a universal thing it's sad but it's true and honestly i can probably say no asians no persians no indians no samoans because there are those women who post those things and yes newsflash all of us combined while we make up a fist we don't make up a full body part of money (laughs) And we are not the market share. The market share in this community is the Caucasian man between the ages of about 28 to 60. I've seen them at the meet and greets. I know how this operates. They represent a lot. If one of them have a bad Twitter interaction or, you know, text session, no big deal. If one of us do it, we represent the lion's share of all the rest of us. Does it make it right, fellas? No. But that's how it is. And that includes the Asian guy. The Latino guy, the Persian guy, you name it. It includes all of us. We are inclusive in our one for all, all for one mentality. 
And I hope it's not that way moving forward, but because it is now, that's why I chose to talk about it. Um, there's a lot of things we can do to improve, but the biggest thing I want to start out with is the tax. Fellas, at the job, professionals, it doesn't matter where you work at. We know we are taxed. We know we have to work that much harder, push that much further, and show that we are worthy. And some others don't have to do that. It's the same in this career field. It's the same in this lifestyle. It's the same in in the way that we operate. So our screening should be done within minutes. We should be going into this positively, looking forward to the interaction. We should pay a tip. And either, these are things that I didn't say will make it better, but it will ease the burden for the next man. Because if we do this, we're showing that, oh, the guys that we are with, they're gentlemen, and they do it this way. Going to a a booking smelling of weed is not a good look. Does it happen? One of the feedbacks I got was yes. I don't want to beat up on us too much in here, but I will say that this process can move a lot faster if we are doing better in our approach. And I want to preface this by saying I know a lot of good bros in this career field, in this in this lifestyle. I keep saying career field. It's so I mean, so used to I'm talking on another pod about jobs. I know so many in this lifestyle who do not fall in these categories. Professionals, they pay, they tip, you know, they even sugar to some extent. But we are outliers. From what I've been told, again, if you have your favorite companion, ask her, she'll tell you. Um, we represent an outlier, a minority group. The majority of us in said group, however, do operate a certain way. That being said, yes, I, I know what you're thinking because I think the same thing. You can probably find more incidents where they've been wronged by the white man, but he pays. And he is a an nth, a tenth, not less than a tenth of his entire market base. Whereas two of us go down and it, it can kind of place a dent and you kind of know who we are, be it online presence, be it, you know, presence just physically who we are how we look i mean i my my um characteristics are clean on my page i'm all but exposed i don't have my natural name on there but if you just go through you can see who i look like and who i am i mean my my it's what it is so we have to work that much harder and and they do too the our sisters in the game have to work a lot harder than we do and and we have to think about it like this no should not stop me. It's just someone who I won't see. I'm going to give you guys some real rap and some ugly truth. Real rap. I, at one time, paid extra to see a young lady who got, she was on the review boards, killing it, everything you name it. You know, fellas, I can't describe her looks. I'll just say, think about what you would consider hot. And she was probably it or real close to it. Um, but she told me I had to pay extra. I was younger. I had disposable income and I said, how much extra? She, it was only 50, but she charged me to do that because it, it got her out of her comfort zone because of past experiences. And we talked about it when it was done because the session went rather well. And she was like, got to be honest, I had, I had doubts. You have a good online presence in the review room, but you know, it just, it always takes me back because that's what I've dealt with in the past. I was 28 at the time. I'm 42 now. Well, I will be 42. So that was nearly, you know, almost 14, 15 years ago. And I was like, well, I'm not that guy. 
you know, I'm laid back. I submit to the rules in here. We, we, we interacted. We had a good session. It's, that's not always the case. I can tell you guys, and I've, and I've said it in the first episode, pimps kind of ruin it for us. Um, I call them management because they're everywhere in certain big cities and they're very possessive and they don't want their women to be around other black guys because they don't know what the motives are. You know, I, I talked to some of these gentlemen in Hawaii when I was stationed there and then they great guys, but their preference was that I did not, you know, see their ladies because for whatever reason, and they didn't want to have to hunt me down, even though I was a military guy and it had been impossible, but that was their logic at the time. Um, there's, a, there's history, there's abuse. And again, one of us represents all of us. While we don't do it more than some others, the fact that if one of us did it and two of us did it, then it'd be a pattern. Um, these things set us back more than they progress us. So I say that as an African-American guy, look, man, if you're curious to how this works, there's many of us, many of us willing to help. And I know, ladies, I do understand you would prefer they go to y'all first. I'm not trying to gain. I have I gained nothing out of this. So I say I'm an ally. If that makes you feel comfortable, fellas, talk to her first. I will be nothing but a side piece. A a a in that and by meaning by saying that I mean any additional info I can provide. I'm not trying to take any money out of her pocket. I don't have any vetted interest in anything, but you guys are having a great experience because it builds our community. Our our close knit community that can be divided by little jokes on the internet, Twitter fingers, um, you know, passive aggressive, microaggression type behaviors that while it seems cute, man, that stuff hurts, you know, and people don't understand that because it doesn't affect them, but it affects us. It affects that that companion if you don't retweet her or you say that comment and it seems funny, but people are watching it affects us as a client if, you know, you're blocking or because we we share a similar experience. It's not well received because, you know, it's like it may be coming from a place that other people aren't ready to see who not who don't necessarily look like us. I rarely pull back behind the curtain and have these kind of raw topics about race because some of us just get it and others don't understand it because. As, as black people, we speak a language that while it's not, you know, hard to dissect if you just put a little effort in, but we can speak a language with body language, body language alone. You know, if you got two black people in the same room, a whole entire conversation could have happened without saying one word. And Lord, and I, I had three sisters growing up. I can tell you now. They can go at the dinner table and have a whole conversation with just their eyes and their hands. And it baffles me how they do it, but that's the chemistry that I think we have. Instantly, we just link and get it. And when it's happening online, I, I, I champion it, but I also I look and see, does it extend across the aisle on both sides? Openly, I'll admit. We could probably do a better job of retweeting their content if they want it. And I'll only speak from a client side because... Many of the sisters are looking for that extra exposure. So how they can get it, you know, let's provide that. Let's be a let's be a mouthpiece. As African-American clients, we don't really have a, a lot of legwork yet. 
but we're growing. And and I'll tell you now, the reality is many of the women that will see us, even in our own race, won't start below a certain age. And that's and that's just that's just good business. I do not advocate it, but I understand it. I want to make sure that's clear. I don't advocate any scenario where someone, no matter the race, but I understand because it's not my business. I am in this scenario, like many of you, the consumer, the producer has the right to set their terms. Does it make it right? Heck no. Nah. But you just choose to go away. We're drinking from the water fountain. If you think of the analogy from the pictures from the 60s and 70s, it looks a little different. It produces the same, you know, water. But yeah, it's where we are. We're drinking from the, the segregated water fountain, basically, in this in this hobby. Every now and again, we have an ally who will come through and say he comes to the table with us, but not all the time. I hope that it changes. But if it doesn't, we're fine. I bring up the review board culture in this scenario to say that it even happens there, too. In the review board culture, you know, passive aggressive little behaviors are, are in this month. Oh, you know, because it's black history, we got to retweet so and so and celebrate because of black history. That is like the most disrespectful thing. Just do it year round. You know, year round, you retweet things and you go, oh, OK, that makes sense to do it. But for our own people, we just got to choose a month. No. And on the review boards, going back to those, it's, it's really toxic. To the extent to where you can freeze out of convos because nothing in it really applies to you, through you, or for you. And I know I, I speak on that. And I promise y'all, that's one of the topics me and uh, the companion are going to go over, I believe, is the review board culture. It needs to have its own light, its own energy, its own conversation that will probably extend longer than 20 minutes. Because that culture is is part and parcel why hobbyists stay hobbyists and never evolve into companions. And if we're trying to be the best black, I mean, hobbyists stay where they are and they don't turn into gentlemen. Our clients are true professionals in this craft. And in order to get to that point, we have to evolve our thinking and our mindset, especially as black clients, uh, especially because we're, 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 we're watched. The things that we say, the things that we do, the way we interact, it does not go unnoticed. Um, and if there's an ally, man, lift up the ally. I got an ally. He's a, I didn't ask him for a mission to use his name, but I mean, it'll be obvious if you follow me on Twitter who he is. This is a good dude, man, and he will support us in anything that we do, in any kind of endeavors. You know, we can't serve as references for each other. But, you know, I made a friend out of this dude, and he's a good brother, man. I, I really, really think that we don't lift allies up enough, but we should start. Because they help us out in this cause. The no AA stuff, if I'm just being raw, it sucks. <laughs> but it's common. You know, it, and it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's geographical footprint does not cease in the South. I know a lot of my followers are on the East Coast or the Southeast. You know, but I'll be honest with you, I, I've, I've traveled. My, my job has blessed me to travel. And I've seen it there in other places and it's like what prompted this you know but i understand i understand and i don't have to accept it but i understand it and i move forward in a positive light saying that because it does happen i want to be one of the many voices starting a dialogue to crush it kill it and abolish it um 
especially in today's political climate. I won't go into who I support or that, that, this, that, or the other, but we all want the same goals. We want this decriminalized so we can enjoy an act between two consenting adults and just have a pleasurable time. That is impacted when we already have infighting and division amongst us. It just, it just can't, it can't go. And I say that for my, my Asian guys who have to deal with these coronavirus jokes or Indian guys who have to deal with, oh, he just smelled different because they eat curry, guys, and it perforates through their skin, but they do shower. I can vouch that I have a lot of people who've been offended by those kind of comments, you know, Samoan guys because they're big. You know what? It's petty. And, and what I don't get is the segregation stops your back. And if you're making enough where that doesn't matter, amen, hallelujah, so be it. But if I'm paying and I can pay a good amount and I bring the utmost respect to the table, I pass my screening, I do the references, all that works out. Ask yourself, must I treat all the apples the same because there was one in the bunch? And that's where I go with this. That's what this... Um, podcast today was supposed to be about and I hope that it got that point across as an African-American client I feel offended at times but again I'm also a consumer of a product and I understand that you know no shoes no shortener service may not work for one restaurant but I can go bare feet into the crawfish spot and go enjoy my day in another um how do we move on how does that dialogue start? How does a dialogue start with more people getting into this life? And I got to be honest with you. You know, I'm talking to some of my, my my guys on back channels. I think a lot of it, too, is acceptance. There is a limited amount of acceptance within our own because we do this on the low. And, and you try to open up to your family, right? And it's like, you know, obviously... Not people who are outside, but just people who you trust in your circle and go, hey, what if I told you, you know, from time to time I do this and they are so dismissive. You know, I, I talk about my brother. I have two people who I, you'll see me talk about often, my brother and my big bro. My brother is my biological older brother. My big bro is my adopted brother from the military because I love him like one. And he is he really peaked me in this lifestyle and on game on many things. And I talk to my brother. And I was like, man, you know, just between me and you, this is what I do sometimes. Now, he respects it, doesn't judge, but he criticizes. Doesn't judge, but he criticizes. And he's like, you know, can't believe you do that, man. <laughs> you know, we can go to these strips, we can go to these clubs, we can do this. I'm like, bro, in doing that, I'm going to spend the same money that it would have took me to see one of these lovely ladies Real quick, knock out a screening, and boom, I'm done. You know, difference is I'm not spending money at a loud club. I'm not a clubber, so when I say that, you know, or in the atmosphere with all the smoke and 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 uh, it, there are some who live for that. I'm just not part of that some, which is ironic because I love going to Vegas, and if you've been around, you know, on the strip, you know what that's like. I can't explain it. I just the nightclub scene drives me crazy. But my brother is a fan of the strip clubs. He will go and spend four hundred dollars. You know that that includes drinks, dances, you know, throwing dollars here and there. Next thing you know, gone. And I'm like four hundred, bro. That's like a session. 
<laughs> you know, that's a session if you find the right young lady and y'all have a good time. And, you know, you do this, that, and the other, you're done. Nah, man, I ain't paying for it. But that's what you're doing. You're paying a sex worker for her content. In this scenario, what's the difference? You know, I can never get him to understand that, so I just kind of let it go. But he represents a bigger picture about acceptance that I'm trying to have with y'all. I think that once we as men can get to a point of better acceptance in our own right, the ease of it will come better. And by come, I mean, will come to us better. Might be the other one, too. <laughs> I mean, it is a life. But it will it will it will happen because there will be a better understanding. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I would say women are more accepting amongst others, even though it does not look like it online. Because <laughs> every time my timeline is flooded with OnlyFans it, <laughs> to the point to where I know I'm not clicking these. They're just retweeted so often. <laughs> and there's women of color out here killing it. I mean, the, the, these per- these percentages, top one point eight percent, top two percent, they are overwhelming. And it's I'm like, man, go sis, man, make your cash. Get your bread. I get it, you know, but in in their in their community of acceptance is way more, way more fluent, way more uplifting than ours. We, bro, I can't believe you're doing that, and it makes us not want to invite them into it. So we have to fish around and find guys who are like minded. And hey, man, you do this, yeah, I do this. I have a whole dedicated lifestyle to this. I have a whole price point. This, that, the other, I do it, and I love it. And I've, I've built some good friendships because of it. I'm going to give you guys three quick tips before I go, though, that'll make this work for us. And I think it'll bridge this whole no AA gap. Screen. Screen early. Screen often and have your deposit ready. If we're going to act as if and do as if, then we must produce as if. And in doing so, we must screen and reference early. In doing that, we show them that we meet. We meet and we're ready to have a conversation at that table. We meet their expectations. That's where I was going. So after you screen and you pay your deposit, start dialogues. Communicate. Communicate date, time, location, how you want it done. And that should all be in the first in the screening to begin with. But have those communications be clear and concise. Be respectful. Um, when you're supposed to arrive, show up on time and show. Don't quit. Don't no call, no show. When it's time to to pay, and I didn't know this, I ain't gonna lie. Leave the room for a little bit so she can count her money out of respect. Because this is what she has to do. Look, man, if she leaves, then obviously that's somebody who who and it's rare, they don't do that. I mean, you hear these horror stories, that is so rare. But respect her, man. Give her that space to, to gather herself and be the best that she can be for you. And if that's her process, respect it, man, because some people are coy about that. I, on the other hand, I look, I want you to count it. I want to make sure that this is what you see. And at the end, I had to surprise you. I'm, I'm that kind of person. Like, here, boom. You know, I think you deserve a gift. That's my last point. Tip, gifts, tipping gifts. You know, I have a, a family member who is in the service industry. He talks about how we don't do that and how we don't do that and how it affects him. He had a party at 10 with a $250 tab, leave $15. And the lady thought he gave him attitude with the water one time and she took a dollar out. It's actually 16. And he was frustrated. He was like, man, these are all my, my people doing this. I mean, black people at a table, 
$250 tab. Only gave them $15. Tip these women, man. Tip them. They work hard for us. They want our custom. The ones that do, we got to show them love because it builds a rapport and it shows them that our dollar spins. You know, I don't know if you guys watched The Watchmen, but that was based off Black Wall Street. And Black Wall Street thrived because blacks invested in blacks and other things of color that worked. I am not saying only invest in blacks. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that, that that community thrived inside first and expanded outside. And when they saw that, they said, oh, this is a threat. We have to get to a point where we can thrive with our own first and expand. I'm not telling you fellas, don't look around. Please, I'm not saying that. If you see a young lady, I don't care who she is. I don't care what she does and how she does it. Book her. Go through all the processes and enjoy yourself. But I do put credence on starting at some point where we uplift our own. That's all I'm trying to say, just so we're on the same page. I don't regret what I said, but I want to make sure we're clear. Start a process where we're uplifting internally and then externally everything else will flourish. I promise you that. If we can do all that, I do believe we'll start bridging the gap on these no AAs. It's not going to happen tomorrow, but it'll happen soon. I got to tell you guys that uh, in the 20 years I've done this, the evolution from the newspaper, the, the phone book to the newspaper ads, to the streets, to the to the laptop, to the cell phone has been one for the ages. But going through all those processes, it has been fun to see it. And I've liked it and I've met some good people along the way. And I will tell you somewhere down the line in some of the next couple of episodes that I've had good times with just about every single race. Because I've I've came a certain way each and every time. So it's been utmost professionalism. It's been respect. I've had some bad times. It's not been perfect. I've been stiffed. I've been cheated. And I've had it happen with all the races. So when you've hired as long as I have and been a client as long as I have, you have seen things. But I will say as I'm more mature now and I'm in a lane that I can maneuver in, I make better choices and do and I'm wiser with my money because of it. So I'll tell you guys as I close, not to change subjects, but just understand that this is a process. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. But as black men and men of color, while we do have to work harder, we can also work smarter too. Research, be gentlemen, and keep grinding. Um, admin notes, shout out to y'all who do this. Because these podcasts I'm learning, like this is my fourth time. I think I finally got it right. And I'll have it published later on today. But it's a process. It really is. And shout out to the companion who I hope to be a host on her show here soon. This is the last one I do for this week. Because I don't want to overflow y'all with too much con- overflow with too much content. And, you know, maybe have y'all come back wanting more. I got to be honest with you guys. As my days flow, I learned I have 99 problems. But this pot ain't one. Peace.